What's going on, world? Happy podcast anniversary. This is Isaiah from Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, Vincent, and Danielle. And we just want to give you a shout out, yes, you, for being a great listener, for being super supportive, and for being a part of the conversation. We love y'all. Hello, everyone. This is Theo from Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, Vincent, and Danielle. Happy anniversary to our podcast. Thank you for supporting, thank you for listening, and thank you for being part of our conversations. Hello, hello, everybody. This is Vincent from the Making It Make Sense podcast with Isaiah, Danielle, Theo, and Vincent. I just want to say thank you all for your support and helping us hit another year down the line, and stay tuned for next season. Hello everyone, this is Danielle from Making It Make Sense with Theo, Vincent, Isaiah, and again yours truly, Danielle. This week we celebrate our one year anniversary. That's right, that's one year and two seasons of making the things that matter most to us and our community make sense. Cheers, salud, so many more seasons and years to come friends learning and laughing together. Hello everyone, this is Danielle from Making It Make Sense with my friends Isaiah, Theo, Vincent, and of course yours truly, Danielle. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube page at Making It Make Sense ITV. And listen out for new episodes every Friday. Follow us on Instagram and leave us a comment at Making It Make Sense ITV. We look forward to hearing from you real soon. Welcome back to another episode of Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, Vincent, and yours truly, Danielle. Today, we're discussing Jeffrey Dahmer. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. This is our season, right? We're opening up the season. Taking this bitch off. Yes, we are. Season. Season three. And as Second unfortunate three. that this is how we're going to start the season three with Jeffrey Dahmer raggedy ass. I mean, yeah, um, and we this is October. Well, I don't want to lead with this, and I'm not going to lead with that about the Halloween costumes. We will discuss the perversion of Halloween oh, costumes, yeah. Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer costumes. But let's just start with here. Here we are. Uh, this was early '90s, I think it is. Jeffrey Dahmer, and he probably was taking people's lives well uh, since the late '80s, at least. And um, you know, these were mostly queer youth who he took advantage of, and he capitalized off of the notion of, like, he capitalized off of homosexuality. I mean, homophobia. You know, the stereotypes around who queer people are and how they show up in the world. Like, but when I think about it being about queer youth who Jeffrey Dahmer mostly took advantage of and how they are today, how queer youth are today. Many of the same issues that existed so Jeffrey Dahmer could take advantage of those individuals still exist even today, particularly with black and brown queer youth, you know, BIPOC 
queer youth. Um, and so what do you guys think about all this? Like, I'm mostly outraged about this whole, we haven't really learned to listen to our queer youth thing. But so, Theo, so what do you think? What did, when Jeffrey Dahmer was doing all the murdering and all that crap, when, what, when was that? Like the early, late 80s? Early no, 90s? Early, early 90s. Early 90s. So but, but look at how far we have come from the early 90s to today. We've actually Sorry, made... Theo. Sorry, Theo. It was the 90s when he got caught. So that, Yeah, that just... was what, 70s? Was it 70s, 80s, was it? Yeah, he was, he was late, all the decade of the 80s and then the early 90s is when he got caught and, and served jail time. But in comparison, look, we've come uh, uh, really far. I think in comparison to what was happening in the 80s and with the way people were thinking, we are gods now. But it also tells you a lot that Jeffrey Dahmer was able to capitalize because you got to look at what was happening in the 80s. AIDS was running rampant. There, people had no idea of what AIDS was and how that was affecting people in their lives. And if like how we were in a pandemic two years ago, is this going to be our new normal that we were going to see people in October and by December, they're going to be dead. And this deviant took advantage of queer people he took advantage, if I'm not mistaken, was he queer as well? He was, he was. And he I, took advantage he, of his own people and instead of doing something wonderful with them, he did this evilness. And it just, you know, and once Vincent again, and you were, he was a black right. man. Right, exactly. Once again, Vincent, Vincent and you were right um, because it was in January, uh, January 30th, 1989 that he pled guilty. But if he was a black man, if it was Timothy um, McBay. McBay or whatever his no, no, oh no, that's another psycho white man. No, if it was, oh my God. If it was, was Jonathan, a... if it was Jonathan uh, Dahmer and he was from Compton hmm. or he was from whatever neighborhood or, or from black neighborhood, he wouldn't even gotten away with the first murder. And you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, before I segue into Isaiah's opinion, I'm gonna um, say what you're saying is absolutely right because in the film, so Netflix has this film out about Jeffrey Dahmer, but um, I mean, if you were a kid of the se late 70s, um, like me, you, you were around when this was happening. And in the film, his neighbor consistently, she calls the police and you should hear the conversation she has with the police. I might even play it here. She calls the police and she's telling them, she has this lengthy conversation about, why the police let the guy go back into the house with Jeffrey? Because they actually took a, a guy who's like, um, who's the Asian guy that, yeah, that escaped? He was Pacific yeah. Islander. Because, uh, excuse me, yeah. No, no, it might be the, it might be Asian. It might be Asian. Um, because, you know, and so anyway, um, yeah. So she called many times and she had a really deep conversation with the law enforcement individual. And he was just like, ma'am, what do you want me to do? Da, 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 da. So Isaiah, what do you think about all this? It just proves to me that in addition to queer youth who we're not listening to, we're also not listening to black problem. Right. Well, well, that's America's problem. America has a problem and they don't listen to black women. Mm-hmm. This is what happens. You know, and I think, I mean, now for me, so I, well, I will say this. I, I had to, I already decided I wasn't watching it anyway. Um, I don't do, uh, for everyone listening, I don't do anything horror related at all. <laughs> um, so uh, it's just not not my cup of tea, not my ministry, not my thing. But um, this, I just, 
I almost want to say it wasn't even consciously I decided not to watch it. I, it was kind of, I had already, you know, but I, 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 if, if it were something or a genre that I was into to begin with, um, whether that be true crime or horror, or that type of thing, I, I also would have chosen not to watch it um, just because I don't see the point in me putting, I don't know, like watching it and, and giving my time and, and money essentially um, for them to glamorize something so horrible. I think, I think knowledge is one thing, you know, reading about it, doing a documentary, speaking to the families, and including them in this but i think it's just a re-traumatization for these families they've how many different i mean how many different documentaries and pieces and you know it, types of entertainment you do on one serial killer i mean i think i think we get it you know and i think these people their families are still alive and i think it's Personally, I think it's very cruel to continue doing this over and over again. I think there's a wealth of knowledge on this particular serial killer. Um, and obviously I, I have a huge issue with it because most of the people um, that were targeted look like us. So I just kind of, I don't see the point in, in me participating in this. And, and what did they have? I mean, what did they break a record for like one of the most viewed uh, Netflix um, series or, or movies or, or whatever, what I'm have sure, you? Yeah, it's some type of series. Yeah. I am not surprised. Right. Me, to me is incredibly telling about, I mean, where we are socially. I think it's, I, I mean, I'm just going to share this opinion. Everyone's not going to agree, but I also think it's a little, I think our being like, I don't know. I, I think being a horror fan's a little strange to me. That's just me. Like I it's just, what are you trying to I, say? I want to say take that back. There's a, you gotta take that back. Never. But I, I'm just to me, there's something like a little, I don't know. Like you could enjoy a horror movie, but some people just take it to like this level where I'm like, okay, are you living out some like sick subconscious? Like you need to go talk to someone. But like, there's a difference between horror and gore and torture, right? And, and movies, satanic like shit. Satanic shit. Like, yeah. there's, there's levels a difference between like and doing like way too much. Um, and but I feel also- like also. But also, we have to think about talk about the different levels. Jeffrey Dahmer was eating these people. Yeah. So, and that's what I'm not talking. Not only that, cannibalism. That's devil's work there. The cannibal, yeah, the cannibalism of it, and then to add insult to injury, I like I enjoy Evan Peters as an actor, but mm-hmm. I feel like that turned into this kind of like kind of also almost the way like people kind of started sexualizing Charles Manson they were like sexualizing Jeffrey Dahmer because well, they do that with every time when he's come out like when they had the Ted Bundy yeah. ones coming out and right. um, that one guy was doing but again like, that's something. yeah that speaks to the the psychology of our generation or our culture I, I just think I there's see, something see, intrinsically wrong Isaiah, I totally get what you mean by the resurgence of a fetishization of Jeffrey, of a curious serial killer, serial killer. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I totally get what you mean um, by that. Yeah. 
not good. Vin- Vincenzo, Vincenzo. What, what do you think? think? What do you think about your ex, Vincent? Wait, wait, wait. But before you answer that, no. okay, let me. I would let me bring another perspective. Oh Lord, not your ex. Let me bring another perspective into the conversation. The victims' families, when they made their victim impact statements, one of them, they were very, very uh, like thankful to the prosecutor who had finally brought Jeffrey Dominant to justice and brought this nightmare to an end. But so this is the other perspective I wanted to introduce. When they um, when they spoke with the victims' families, um, they were very thankful that the prosecutor had finally brought Jeffrey Dahmer to justice, but I was really struck by their love for their um, departed loved one, right? It -hmm. didn't really matter about their sexuality. I was really, I was really struck by the fact that many of them, when they made, they were, they talked about their loved one in terms of like, he was a fashion designer and he, that's all he wanted to do was make people happy. And he had decided he was going to be a fashion designer. Um, and one other profession or the way in which they spoke about them, you could clearly tell that they acknowledge that their sibling was queer. In one particular instance, one brother who spoke for like 13 siblings and his parents who had been deceased, who are deceased, who were deceased at the time. He talked about his brother in terms so tenderly and dearly that Mm -hmm. you knew that he wasn't denying that he was gay, but you knew that he had felt a loss for his brother, gay brother, Mm -hmm. Not his black brother, not his queer brother, but his brother. So I just wanted to bring that perspective into our conversation because we haven't talked about that yet. Like the love of the families. But what do you think about the whole thing, Vincent? What do you think about the whole thing? I mean, I think it's wild. Like, I, I think I agree with all of you, honestly, in like different ways as far as, uh, yeah. I think it's kind of really unsensitive to not even get the family heads up. Like the families of the victims a heads up, what's going down or the plans that they had. They had to on Facebook one day and see like a clip of it like and I could have sent them into like a spiral right there seeing oh. you know a, a random clip of a, a scene or something like that uh, I definitely think they should be giving something to the families if they're going to make all this bank on it uh, and the weird thing is like they're using like their their eyewitness accounts for it so it's like you're like you know the, the victims families that had these statements stuff like that like you're literally using their own fucking words, like everything like that, and it's like, and you don't feel any wrong with like, it's something. It's almost like they're being re-victimized again. So now, as far as watching it, I haven't had the chance to watch it yet. Like, I don't know if I am gonna watch it yet. I might watch it. I'm kind of indifferent with that. Um, you got ten episodes to watch. I think it's ten or eight. Yeah, it's a lot of episodes, and that's my biggest thing is like having the commitment to sit down and watch that many things back to back, but. Yeah, I mean, it is fucking crazy. It, I think to Theo's point, too, they did take advantage, uh, or he did take advantage of the social climate, like, essentially at the time, which is they didn't give a fuck about gay people. I mean, they still kind of don't, but, like, we've come some distance. Um, no one was paying attention. Uh, you mm-hmm. could literally have someone calling the police, like, there's someone being murdered upstairs, like, did not give a fuck. Or uh, a foul smell coming from this person's apartment. Foul smell, like, nothing. I mean, a victim ran away, covered in blood, all bashed in, just because he couldn't speak English. They, like, he was trying to show the cops where they were, and they literally brought him back to the killer. Like, crazy shit. And this so person just, died, right? Yeah. So he, he, he's In your building? Uh, that was the uh, uh, Pacific Islander that he escaped. 
And I think he had his head halfway cut open, everything like that. Ran out. The cops saw him outside, like, naked. And he's, like, screaming, screaming, pointing there. He doesn't speak English. And all of a sudden, they bring him back, and they knock on the door. And he's, like, you know, like, pointing at the dude, like, Jeffrey Dahmer. And all of a sudden, they're, like, here you go. Have a good night, fellas. And gives it back to Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, imagine that. Imagine you escape from a serial killer's house. Oh, you gave me good Go to the police. And they bring you back there and, like, lock you back in there. Like, it's insane. So... Can I add to that too? Like one of the things that that you brought up, Vincent, too, what was really devastating about that to me. So I I happened to, on my Twitter timeline, catch a a clip. That's which all I've really been doing. Sh- I've been catching clips on Twitter, I on Facebook, one, Instagram, yeah. TikTok, and I was incredibly. It was just haunting. So I, I went and I read a little further. Um, to my, unfortunately, to be honest, but uh, to my detriment. So um, not to be graphic, but just just to, so we understand the full weighting of. So uh, mm. this child, um, he was, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think he was 14 uh, or 15. He was, he was very young, one of the youngest victims. Um, so that's devastating all on its own. And he wasn't just bleeding from his forehead. He was also bleeding from his uh, anus as well. So just to understand the, the sickness that was happening to these people and the fact that he took a young child's life from him, you know, a young teenager um, was all just- All of them were young. Yeah, and not only that- but, but no, not, 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 hit no, me. Not only those two orifices, but um, his ear too, because Jeffrey, it wasn't that he couldn't speak English. He couldn't speak at all. Jeffrey had borrowed, used the drill, drilled down into his. So he he wasn't able, he had been violated in so many ways and he, Hmm. he had a chance to get away. And there was another one, another case I heard not too long ago of one of, I think there's a black gay man that got away and went and told the police and the police, so there's actually multiple people that got away from him. Yeah. And so he went and told the police and the police were like, and forgive me, I'm definitely probably not getting the facts right, but we're like, oh, you're a crackhead. Um, I think I arrested him. And like, then later we're to find out that everything he was telling them was true. He went back and sued the police department. I think he got like, you know, a small settlement, but then because of the whole traumatic events of that, what happened and no one believing him, and then you got in, in trouble for telling the truth. Like I really fucked with him. I think Denny actually dived into drugs maybe. I, I can't remember all of it, like, but it was well, just like- in the, movie, in the movie, it's depicted as him taking the police back to the apartment. I don't know which, which ending- No, there's another There's another guy. I'm, I never knew there was more than one. I always thought it was just a Pacific Islander. No, there was another, there was a, a no, black it's definitely man. definitely one. Are you referring to, um, I, I told Theo this- uh, You said the name. Yeah, his name is Tracy Edwards. And okay. Tracy Edwards, um, I happen to, because this is just like I said, like other than catching the clip and then, you know, on, on Twitter and then on YouTube, um, I did watch a testimony um, from one of the victims, Tracy Edwards is his name. Um, and he described in detail um, his entire, I mean, the whole trauma. And um, it was just, 
I, I can't imagine he's oh yeah he is he is alive today so he's still alive, he's still okay, alive. My bad. He's, i'm glad that like, he is um yeah, he but he, he did a an incredible i mean which theo brought up a good point too um you know like who wouldn't be so traumatized by this that yeah. you're not quite right afterwards and um he just spiraled after this he didn't Can you imagine yeah. no counseling yeah. for what was happening at a time for uh, the AIDS victims at the time. Mm. There was no counseling for anybody for that right. time to understand what was happening. There was no counseling for this kind of, mind you, it was gay bashing by another gay person because he purposely yeah. targeted these people Yeah. because he purposely knew what he was doing. But also- Which is a whole nother, which is a whole nother question because- Which is a whole level of- no, no, A whole new level of perversion and sickness insidious sickness because you know you you fetishize queer people and then you fetishize black and brown queer people i mean but also i like what you said though that for the testimony of the families they because society erased their family but when they testified they made you see their brothers their sons their uncles and their cousins. And their anger. And that's how you do it. And, you know, and no, but they, they, there's they, one girl, she's not happening. One girl's I, like, that black woman, right? That black woman? Jeffrey. I, I saw that clip. But, um, but I like the fact that they, this is who my brother was. This is who my son was. Because there, there was even a guy that could not speak and he did sign language. And he, he took sure advantage did. of that. And I like the fact that the family, no matter what he did, it's going to be, you know, documented and transcribed forever that this is who my people are. And instead of yeah. the family focusing on the bullshit of the, and the bullshit rhetoric at the time, they said, we're not going to, you're not just going to use my queer siblings for this or my queer child for this. This is who they are. And the true essence of who they are is what's going to stand up. And I like that. Not that too. That, that might be a good place for us to leave it. Um, I will say ultimately Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, is brought to justice, but the true justice probably would have been. Um, we, I guess, we could talk about that just a little bit before we go. The true justice would have been the guy who ultimately kills Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, well, um, you're talking about my hero. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> did you ever speak know? On the, uh, speak on it, <laughs> <laughs> And he has a very interesting story, too. I actually watched his story, he says that they were mopping up something and he didn't get Jeffrey then. He didn't get him then. But Jeffrey hmm. and the person that was with him, he got both of them. It was three of them together. And he said they took the broomstick and played fun behind his back or with his his backside. Um, and then he wind up catching Jeffrey in some sort of a, a secluded place and just literally beating his brains in. Beat him like he stole something because he did. Mm. I mean, I think... I think before we conclude, we should go over some safety tips because because this is happening now. Is that, there some happening now. that happened from Grinder yes. and from the apps where queer people are disappearing, getting dismembered here in New York. Not too long ago, a boy was dismembered, and his body was left in different black garbage bags and different train stations. What? How did I hear about this? His torso was in Queens it's a train station. His head was finally found in the Brooklyn train station. So this is currently happening now. Yeah, so let's go over some tips, everybody. 
Do um, not so if somebody's if you're gonna go you hold up with somebody over the app, make sure you have that one or two best friends or someone that you could send your location to, send the address to, send a name and a picture to. Preach. Like let them know. So but it's also like, don't be ashamed. There is someone that in your friend circle that you need to be able to have those conversations with and say, hey. I'm going to go hook up with someone or I, yeah, you know, absolutely. that they know your deep, darkest secrets. Don't be ashamed of whatever it is that you're yeah, you doing. You don't have to tell them what's going on and what you're about to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but don't be ashamed. Know, like, hey, I'm about to because there's do that something. shame. Don't be afraid. Listen and say, my people know where I'm at. If somebody yeah. want to chop yeah. me up, because not only that, there's been a trans woman uh, it dumped in the Schuylkill River. She was yeah. actually dismembered and put into a suitcase. And this was two years ago and placed in the Schuylkill River in Philly. So, do not yeah, be afraid. This is still happening. Somebody is, is in your immediate Now we can proximity. share. I forgot about you, sharing each other's location. Share your location. Technology, technology. And speaking of filling and rupees and stick and sticking stuff in people's drinks, Bill Cosby. Oh. Uh, speaking of all of that, be sure that people watch your drinks. I mean, my girlfriend, we used to go to the bar. Oh, that's a good morning. one. Mm-hmm. I go to the bathroom. I really have to go to the bathroom. I tell my girlfriend, look, watch my drink. Well, today with fentanyl and everything, you've got to do this. Oh, yeah. You've got to do yeah. I mean, there's certain things like, you know, even with your drinks, ask a bartender, like, you know, me and Isaiah will be out. We'll ask the bartender, hey, could you hold these back there for us? Hey, yeah. if anything, wait until, you know, kill your drink first. Use a bathroom, smoke a cigarette, do whatever you need. Then come back and order another one. Oh, have one person stay there with the drinks. Team, yes, teamwork. Like teamwork makes the yeah. dream work. Teamwork prevents you from throwing suitcases later. That was very good, Isaiah. I mean, oh, Vincent. I want, don't want to give you uh, credit, Isaiah, for Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have any other few tips? Few tips no, before we go. Says, ask the right cautious, questions, yeah. and when you feel something ain't right. Your, your yes. instincts are telling oh, yeah. you something. Uh, listen to your instincts. Human beings are the only listen. people that don't listen to their instincts. I, I like that. You know what? Number one, tell a friend, share a friend, share your location, keep in contact with a friend. Number two, watch the drink. Watch your motherfucking mm-hmm. drink. <laughs> number three, trust your goddamn instincts. <laughs> you and number four, and number four, Charge your phone. Oh, don't leave in three minutes. <laughs> you won't be able to do any of that <laughs> if you don't. Yeah, that's that's true. You can't do any of. Can't do one through three without number Thank four. You. I know, I but charge Thank your phone is what it should start with because I see people out here walking around with three percent, and I don't know why. Dude, so I got three percent. Charge your phone while I'm home. Oh well, yeah, let's move it number four to number yeah, one. Yeah, people <laughs> outside of their home, and maybe bring your charger with you. Backup battery. Yeah, that's a good place to end it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Use mm-hmm. technology. All right. Well, this is this has been a great time. And yes. again, year three for us. Uh, we're we're heading in our new season. Thanks for coming back and joining us. We appreciate year everyone three. listening to us. Thank until you for next coming time. along. Right, until next time, everyone. Until next time. So let me until say. next time. You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to let it go. Can't let this thing called love get away from you.
when I'm walking past the mirror. mirror. Don't stress through the night at a time in my life. Ain't worry about if you feel it. Feel got it. my head on straight, I got my vibe right. I ain't gonna let you kill it. So I must stay fast. 